0: RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we... Pill News Live. Aaron Moriarty, uh, where are you at? Aaron? What, what's your name on Truth Social, Aaron? I want to see this meme, this so-called meme. let me see let me try truth quest i know that we follow i follow you but i just don't remember what your your handle is anyways you tell me what it is i'll pull it up we can take a look we can see just how dark i look next to john john harold obviously the man he doesn't get enough sun he needs to and after uh next month in Cocoa beach i'm certain that he will listen guys You heard it here first. Yesterday, we opened the show with a little bit of gossip about a certain initialed criminal mastermind. We've got new information about that very story today. Also, tonight, the vice presidential debate is going to be held in Milwaukee. I was initially going to go, but... Then I decided not to. And it's a good thing because President Trump isn't going to be there. He's actually going to get interviewed by Tucker Carlson at the exact same time. It's also, ironically, the same time as Altered State with Brad and I tonight. So we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. But we also have new information about Joe Biden's alias, the assassination, it appears, of Wagner boss, Yevgeny Prigozhin, and, of course, the cover-up in Lahaina, Maui. So sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back. After this, the U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s. That is when the dollar decoupled from the gold. And the government seems hell-bent on continuing that tradition. Now, from now until the next elections, you can bet the government is going to be printing as much money as they want. And the last time they did this, inflation went up by 9%. This means one thing and one thing only, that the security of your future and your family's future Can only rest in your hands. So make sure you freeze the value of your wealth that you're holding. Invest in gold, this channel. All right, good evening. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Hold on, we've got to get Aaron's account pulled up here. So you guys can see a real life picture of me and John on baseless conspiracies from Monday night. Hold on, just a second. Ah, I knew that wasn't going to work. Of course, let me just uh, get this fixed up here, and we'll have this on screen in no time. And wouldn't you? Aaron's a bit of a jokester. Obviously, that's Bert and Ernie. But I mean, I guess I'd say that it, it's it's a fairly accurate. Uh, portrayal of what we actually look like. Of course, you know, there is me. I am the dark one. And then, of course, this would be John over here. I don't know about maybe that. Maybe that the size of the, the head shape actually is uh, uh, pretty appropriate as well. Anyways, make sure you go follow Aaron Moriarty at Truth Quest. Aaron Moriarty over on Truth Social. I know he's also on Twitter. Probably that one actual screenshot. You're You're a funny guy, Aaron. All right. So I need to let you guys know. Tomorrow, I will not be on air on any network. That means that I won't be doing, uh, taking it back with 412 and quite frankly, hopefully Frank doesn't bail out too. And then at five o'clock, I will not be doing Red Pill News Live. Now, I've already said this on air, and if you think that uh, you're going to get grossed out by people revealing things, then go ahead and cover your ears. But I have a procedure that I'm undergoing on Friday morning, and that requires me to not eat for 24 hours ahead of time, and in that time— Other things will be happening, which will preclude my ability to appear on camera. So I will not be on the air tomorrow. Uh, You can expect to pull uh, all of the other content creators that you can from, of course, our friends on Rumble and Badlands Media all over the place. I'm sure there'll be plenty for you guys to do. So Catgirl understands. She knows what's going on. Redfish also uh, ripe with the memes over there. Yeah, that is me. Don't worry, guys. I'll be okay. Everything will be fine. I just won't be able to do the show. All right, so like I said yesterday, you heard it here first. I told you that Sam Bankman-Fried was in danger of being poisoned by probably the same people who killed uh, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, and of course his other friends who were involved in the uh, the same type of activities. But see, Sam Bankman-Fried is the unique individual because he ran this crypto scheme at FTX, but he gave money to both Democrats and Republicans. He said it himself on tape. He probably gave equal amounts of money to both sides of the aisle. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried had his bail revoked. He's been in jail. He has not been receiving his Adderall or his vegan meals while he's in prison. Now, if you're a person who has ever been prescribed Adderall and then you take— you quit taking Adderall, I mean, you understand that it's a very uncomfortable situation. I mean, basically, you just end up sleeping for a couple of weeks. Now, Sam could be going the other way. I mean, he, he might just be, you know, going through terrible withdrawals and feeling really, really bad. Now, uh, the rumor that we heard yesterday from Enti at Crazy Days and Nights was that Sam will be administered his medication, but of course, it will be after several weeks of not getting it. Uh, and then when he takes it, There is a plausible uh, story that could be spun around it to suggest that he perhaps overdosed or he took the wrong medication, but either way, he dies, and then nobody has to worry about Sam Bankman-Fried ever again, especially not at the RNC or the DNC. Now, personally, I don't want Sam Bankman-Fried to be assassinated. I want him to testify against... Uh, both Democrats and Republicans, uh, the exact types of people that we fight against every single day here on this channel, and then, of course, out there in the real world. Uh, but something tells me that Sam Bankman-Fried, if he was to just disappear, then that would make it much, much easier for everybody involved. Uh, so I would, I would offer that everybody should keep Sam Bankman-Fried in their prayers, because uh, he's got a long road ahead of him, and there are many people— who are are dependent upon him not talking uh if they hope to stay out of prison themselves. Nope, he's not getting his legal meth at least not yet. The rumor is that he will eventually, but you know, bureaucracy. I mean, uh they they they, they are they don't want to give it to him too quickly. I think that they they probably look at it as uh some sort of punishment, you know? I mean, withholding that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously it's prison, you know? I mean, they 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 don't have the greatest track record of uh treating people with a whole lot of respect while you're in prison. Obviously, you know, you get there, you prove your mettle, you you can become friendly with the guards, but you got to remember that pecking order, right? You know, hey, inmate, get your eyes in line. You know, stop looking at me. Don't even t- don't even think about it. So, anyways, Mm. Yes. The fancy tickler. Uh, I agree with you. I think that, uh, Sam Bankman fried is a human piece of garbage, but I think he could be a useful human piece of garbage based upon the types of other pieces of human garbage that he used to associate with. So I think that in a situation like Sam, we need to prime him for as much information as possible. Sam Bankman-Fried, you know, if uh, if if you ever have the opportunity to listen to podcasts from the inside of your prison cell, I would suggest that you get your testimony on tape. Get it out of there so that somebody knows what you've done, who you did it with, and exactly who might be responsible for uh, your future death. Remember, Sam Bankman-Fried, didn't kill himself. All right. So tonight, President Trump uh, trolling. Hold on just a second. Check this out. We like to troll. We like to go the night before one of their primaries. We just we do a little trolling. It's called we do a little trolling. (laughs) I just love him so much. So President Trump. Oh, no. Come on. Turn back on. President Trump created this fake website for the 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 RNC debate tonight and he called it the vice presidential debate now, of course, that pissed a lot of people off because uh, I think that he's at, he's accurate. You know, he said it himself. You know, there are several people on that stage who are more than likely simply vying to be his vice presidential pick. And I think that arguably that's the majority of people up there. I mean, we know Nikki Haley doesn't think she's actually going to win. I mean, unless she's truly that delusional. But what's even more of a kick in the nuts to the RNC and to those people who are running against him, including Ron DeSantis, Ron sanctimonious, my own governor. Uh, President Trump has scheduled an interview tonight with uh, none other than Tucker Carlson. What's so funny is that this is going to be President Trump giving a big middle finger to the RNC and Tucker Carlson giving a big middle finger to his former employers at Fox News. Uh, so tonight, I believe that uh, Badlands is going to be covering both the debates and President Trump's interview with Tucker. And then, as I said, Brad and I are, are going to be on Altered States. So you're going to have no shortage of things to tune into tonight at, uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Mm. Ah, thank you so much for that coffee, dear. I needed that. All right. So uh, beyond that. We've spoken here uh, on a number of occasions about Joe Biden's aliases. Now, uh, Joe Biden, the use of an alias, this is nothing new in political circles. This is a clever, tried-and-true trick that people like Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, probably Bill Clinton as well. All these people, they use aliases uh, on non-secure email systems so that they can get around the requirements of a Freedom of Information Act request They don't really want you knowing what it is they're talking about, especially when it comes down to their own personal enrichment while they're on the taxpayer's dime. You know, that's just not something you're supposed to do, but – Gosh darn it, if it isn't exactly what happens, because this is America, and right now America is captured. America is under the control, you know, at least outwardly, of the worst types of criminal conspiracies. Uh, this, my friends, is the deep state itself. It doesn't so much work to perpetuate itself, it works to perpetuate uh, the members of the deep state. Fred Awakening says, Came in late. I heard the tail interview not broadcasting for a bit. It's not the monkeypox, is it? Praying everything goes well. <laughs> no, it's not the monkeypox, Fredo. So Fredo, I'll send, you a, I'll send you a DM, but I have a procedure on Friday morning, which means that I, I won't be able to do anything during the day on Thursday. I need, I'm probably going to be laid up, so to speak. So uh, hopefully I will be back on Friday night. I'm assuming that I will be. This is like super early in the morning. I got to wake up at like 5 a.m. So we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know how it goes. I'll post a picture from the hospital. <laughs> okay, so here is some new information. About Joe Biden's email aliases, uh, which of course are, is gonna raise a little bit of suspicion about why he was doing it, and what for, and in what context. So, his official government email alias in 2016, of course, is gonna raise some concerns, not only among the general populace, but of course the Republicans in Congress who are investigating him. And now they wanna know why it is that Robert L. Peters received an email that cc'd Hunter Biden about Ukraine. Because, of course, the the uh, suggestion is that Hunter Biden's getting cc'd on an email about Ukraine that Joe Biden's getting sent to, his alias, not his regular email address. And, of course, Joe Biden's not supposed to have any conversations or know anything about Hunter Biden's business dealings. And, of course, Ukraine was where Hunter was doing business. So the email to Joe's alias account contained a couple of surprising things. There was an attachment that House investigators revealed or requested, rather, last Thursday, uh, asking the National Archives to disclose this highly important document to Congress. Now, investigators are also wondering why it is that Hunter would have been cc'd on this email concerning Ukraine, considering he, he wasn't in government at the time. He was just an American businessman hired by a Ukrainian natural gas company that, of course, Joe Biden knew absolutely nothing about. Now, on his laptop, we had 27 emails that could be conclusively linked to Joe Biden's alias, Robert L. Peters. This is coming directly from Marco Polo. Now, many of those emails are personal and unrelated to government business. However, There are others that possibly capture official government business and, of course, skirt around the requirements of the Freedom of Information Act. Joe Biden's alias received that 2016 email from John Flynn. He was a a former senior advisor to Joe Biden. Flynn sent this email out by the usual White House email at ovp.eop.gov. That was the domain name of the email that sent it. Now, Joe Biden's Robert L. Peters alias email address used a PCI.gov domain, and that was on a government network. Now, what is PCI? Well, PCI represents the executive office of the president, GitHub Gist, a website that catalogs federal domain names shows. Now, according to the White House Communications Agency, the WHCA, PCI networks encompass the Secret Service, the Executive Office of the President, National Security Staff, and White House Communications Agency. So these networks end up meeting the WHCA's primary alternative contingency emergency communication requirements. So Everything that you need to communicate on a government system, but without having to worry about prying eyes, taking a look. Because it's kind of unusual for government officials to use this very obscure government network for an alias. Now, Kash Patel spoke about this. He's somebody who would have a little bit of information on it because he was former deputy assistant to former President Trump and he was deputy director of national intelligence. He says... That domain name is just as shady as Hillary Clinton's email scandal, and I tend to agree with him. So, Hillary Clinton, she had a homebrew, ain't got nothing on Robert Peter's government-funded money laundering operation, he said. Joe Biden... He used taxpayer dollars while he was vice president to set up this offshore-style email server, but it was based in the White House. Do you think maybe Joe Biden learned something from Hillary Clinton's private bathroom email server? This server was used to route all of his emails regarding he and Hunter Biden's business dealings with a number of state actors, including Chinese Ukrainians, and then fill in the blank with anybody else that we know he did business with. Mexico, Kazakhstan, uh, Romania. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. So Cash continued. As the sitting vice president, we now have seen direct evidence that Joe Biden tied himself to his son's illegal bribery schemes while he was sitting in the halls of the White House. So, of course, where are the indictments? If Bill Barr had assigned David Weiss to investigate this, then how did they miss it? Well, likely they covered it up. So who is looking into this right now? Well, I mean, it's basically Grassley. Johnston, Comer, uh, you know, apparently Grassley and Johnson have known about this Robert L. Peters alias for quite some time. As early as 2021, they had questioned the White House about why Joe Biden was using this fake email address. And of course, the White House completely stonewalled their efforts. They're not trying to give up any information on their number one guy. I mean, if it wasn't for Joe Biden sitting in the White House, then they wouldn't have the captured flag of the United States of America. Now, when asked if it was suspicious that Joe Biden used an alias with an official domain name, Johnson told Breitbart News that the email has concerned him for some time. Because if you are a government official, up to and including the president, the vice president of the United States, I mean, everybody knows who you are. There shouldn't be any need for you to have private communications about things that the American people shouldn't have any access to. I mean, there are systems— Designed for sharing classified information. This wasn't classified information. This was illegal money laundering, pay to play schemes the type of quid pro quo arrangements that they accused Donald Trump of having the entire time that he was in office. Uh, the same people who accused Donald Trump of having quid pro quo arrangements, the Ukrainian shills uh, that were uh, Murray Yovanovich, and then there was the other guy. I'm sorry, I'm, his name is escaping me. Uh, they claimed that Donald Trump had done something inappropriate, that he was involved in quid pro quo, but then it turns out that they were involved in Joe Biden's quid pro quo. So, Johnson says, I have been suspicious ever since my office uncovered this fact back in 2021, and we have unfortunately gotten no response from the White House to the four letters my office has sent. He said it is incredibly worrisome that Joe Biden continues to evade our oversight efforts surrounding his corruption. I agree. It is. And then, of course, James Comer, the chair of the House Oversight Committee, he says he's determined to hold Joe Biden accountable, and he demanded the archives turn over all information related to Biden's aliases. That was the letter that we first learned about these aliases the other day. Uh, Joe Biden has stated there was an absolute wall between his family's foreign business schemes and his duties as vice president. Looks like that wall rent straight through the middle of his email, but evidence reveals the contrary. Access was wide open for his family's influence peddling. So do I expect the National Archives to get right on this? No, absolutely not. I've said this so many times before. I don't expect uh, for us to get real answers as long as Joe Biden is uh, living at 1,600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we can't begin to find our way there. Certainly, I applaud the oversight efforts of all of the Republicans in Congress. Uh, I am still somebody who's in favor of Joe Biden being impeached because I don't believe he would be convicted in the Senate. The American people watching his crimes be laid bare on the floor of the House, I think that that would be tremendously powerful, and I think it's something that Americans need to see because they attempted to do that to Donald Trump twice, both times. They went in there with a bunch of propaganda and a bunch of garbage, and and even though none of it was true, you still had a significant number of Americans who were just brain dead who bought it. They just lapped it all up. So I want them to be confronted with the truth of the matter that every single thing they accused Donald Trump of doing, saying, every scheme they say he ever had, it was all propaganda. It was all projection. It was actually Joe Biden the entire time. And, of course, so much more. So this one right here, this is a very Odd story. Let me play this uh, video for you first, guys. Now, also before I play this video, let let me just specify that I think I fixed my computer so that you guys are going to hear this as you should. But I need you to tell me in the chat as soon as I start playing this whether or not it works because it works for me when I recorded it. It all worked fine. Yevgeny Prigozhin, his air his private jet was apparently shot down over Moscow. Now, we we don't know for certain whether or not he's dead, whether he was actually on the plane. He was listed on the manifest. Uh, There were apparently him, I think, uh, six lieutenants and then three staff on the plane. So seven people along with him and then the three staff. Now— um, before the plane crashed, uh, locals alleged that they heard explosions, two explosions, and that's actually confirmed by contrails in the sky in one of these videos. And then one of the the witnesses you actually watched the plane fall out of the sky. We're going to watch that. There also is video of body parts on the ground. I'm not going to play that. You can probably find those on your own. Um, I will say that the uh, the Gray Zone Telegram account, which is affiliated with Wagner. They have confirmed that Yevgeny Prigozhin was on that plane, and he actually is dead. So let's take a look at the video of the plane falling out of the sky. Thank you, Blurticus. Yes, shocking. And that right there, you can see that little dot. Is this working, guys? You're not getting an echo? Good sound. Thank you so much, Scott. Пиздец, это беспилотник. Сбили, бабахнуло в два раза, взорвалось, падает. Ты посмотри, падает. Тебе somebody on that plane just horrible. Falls right out of the sky, boom. B*t. Где блядь, бабахнет? Куда упал? Он тут куски летят. Beautiful garden, бабушка. Где-то блядь, упал. I wish I had a translation. Oh, there you go. We got the smoke. There, there's the smoke. Like him? Oh, yep. Yeah, so uh, reportedly everybody on the flight is dead. Uh, here is a picture of the crash, obviously, from much closer Uh, parts of the craft, including the, um, engines, which have the, uh, the tail numbers, they have been matched up. So we know that it's Yevgeny Prigozhin's plane. You can see this is actually, um, a photograph of it when it was, you know, still around. There was a second plane that was traveling behind, uh, that plane turned around and flew back. Now, if, if Yevgeny Prigozhin was on this flight, then the question becomes who took it down? There's a couple of different possibilities. As I said, he might have faked his own death. That's a possibility. I don't know how, how uh, you know possible it is, but certainly there is the possibility that it's there. Um, second, it could be Vladimir Putin. Now, if we believe it's Vladimir Putin, likely it's a response to the alleged coup that took place several months ago. However, there is also the possibility that this might be a CIA-led assassination. Because if you'll remember from the time of the coup, allegedly Yevgeny Prigozhin had been meeting with Ukrainian officials about, you know, stopping the military offensive because Wagner was the front line. Uh, And it was alleged that the CIA actually had paid Yevgeny Prigozhin a handsome sum, tens of millions of dollars or something like that, uh to turn around go home and and to uh take vladimir putin out. Uh now it, it seemed to me at the time that it was more likely that prigozhin played the cia in ukraine, took the money and then pretended to run a coup and then walked into uh russia, announced that he was coming and you know, basically set himself up uh, to to get blown uh, off the road if the Russian military wanted to because you know there's there's a, there's this one road and it goes straight up to Moscow and it's like 500 kilometers and if you know if you if you announce that you're coming on it that you're about to overthrow the government of Russia then well geez you know you put yourself into quite the pickle there so I didn't really believe that. But now that he's dead, you know, uh, it, uh, it all bets are off. Uh, and what's also kind of strange is that just as the death of Prigozhin, the downing of this plane was announced, uh, Vladimir Putin uh, was walking out on stage to give a presentation. Um, yeah, mainstream media is pushing that Putin did it, which means Putin didn't do it. My cash is on the clowns in America. and And, and I tend to agree with you. Because I think that uh, Putin got the, the benefit of this fake insurrection slash coup, okay? Uh, they the, the mainstream media was aware of it, like, before anybody else. So, you know, obviously, I think it's the CIA uh, mission. And uh, Purgosian just went right back to uh, being friends with Putin. And, and he like, he's been in Africa. He's been in Africa doing work for BRICS stuff, you know, like uh, putting down uh, the revolution in Niger. So— You know, it just does. It doesn't make any sense uh, for for uh, for Putin to to kill him in this respect. But you're right, Fredo. I feel I feel exactly the same. The fact that the mainstream media is, oh, Putin killed Pergosian. You know, yeah. I just don't trust them uh, at all. So now, one thing that is in favor of it being Putin: this plane was downed in Russian airspace, and they're alleging that it shows signs of uh, of air defense. Uh, ballistics on the outside of it. So what does Breitbart say? Well, uh, mercenary, warlord, and one-time insurrection leader, Vladimir Putin's Russian government, Yevgeny Prigozhin, was aboard a plane that crashed north of Moscow, killing all aboard. Now, there's this little thing uh, that, like, corporations and, and like you know, like, powerful entities, certainly governments do it. If you and, like, the six people who report to you are all going to the same place, like, you're not taking the same plane. Like, the the president and the vice president, that's why they fly on separate planes. Because if something happens to the plane, they have to ensure that somebody else is there to step up. So who's going to take over Wagner if all of these people, Yevgeny Prigozhin and the six people underneath him, are no longer alive? That's uh, a question, and obviously we'll come to find that out in the days that come. So this jet crashed uh, in the Tver Oblast area north of Moscow on Wednesday, killing everybody on board. Uh, And in a separate flash shortly thereafter, the wire service also said that Yevgeny Prigozhin was among those who were actually on board. Now, um, they were traveling internationally. As I said, Uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin flew on this private Embraer-type jet. Uh, the FTA said that uh, an investigation has been launched into the crash uh, and that there were no casualties on the ground as the aircraft crashed at an abandoned farm. So thank God nobody was hurt. Uh, now, as they say, you know, I mean, uh, this uh, this situation is certainly odd. I mean, two months ago, we had this fake uh, coup take place. Uh, Prigozhin calls it off, and then he's supposed to be exiled to Belarus, but— I mean, in the meantime, he has continually been doing missions for Putin and Russia in Africa ever since. Uh, he actually just posted a video to his telegram and social media not that long ago. So uh, we're going to have to go ahead and check this out. Now, Wagner's uh, uh, gray zone, as I said, they they actually put out a statement. The Embrera Legacy 600 business jet with registration number RA02795, which belonged to Yevgeny Prigozhin, was shot down by air defense fire. From the Russian Defense Ministry in the Bologovsky district of the Tver region, so they are saying that it was Russian air defenses that shot it down, uh, and of course there were the multiple bursts that were characteristic of air defenses uh, that people heard. So this this one is definitely up in the air. Uh, <laughs> what's interesting is that uh, former CIA director David Petraeus had apparently spoken with Purgosian. He told him to be very careful around open windows, which, of course, is a a suggestion that... A high number of prominent Russians who uh, spoke out about against Vladimir Putin found themselves dead. You know, it's, it's not like the, the Russians have any sort of a monopoly on killing people that, uh, that they don't like necessarily. Um, so, you know, just more of the same, continuously more of the same. Let me see. I think we had some, <clears throat> some different video in here. Yeah, here is some video from another angle. Let me get this pulled up here. I am interested to see this here if we can see if we can hear anything different. Oh,
1: yeah, a that's, a that's <gasps>
0: <gasps> Yeah, it's falling straight out of the sky.
1: <gasps> 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 <gasps>
0: oh, man. <clears throat> oh, man. Ah, uh, here is a closer shot. <laughs> Uh, yes, whiskey, horn, Alta. The, they killed the lady who had Obama's fake birth certificate in Hawaii. Remember, you know what's interesting is there's a theory that Loretta Fuddy was actually Barack Obama's birth mom and that Loretta Fuddy was her cover, like her uh, her alias. And so she had been placed inside this uh, department in Hawaii and protected, and that her death was actually an extraction that, you know, they they injected her with something underwater which slowed her heart rate to the point where she appeared to be dead and then they pulled her out of the water and then she went and lived a life happily ever after. I I can't state conclusively whether or not that actually happened but uh, certainly an interesting theory. Okay, so here is a little bit more footage on the ground very close to the actual crash site. I mean, no matter what Uh, This plane obviously went down, so if anybody tells you this is (laughs) faking... I don't know what to tell you. God, Russia is a beautiful country, though, isn't it? I've got so much lush greenery. Okay, this is the video of a dead body on the ground. I don't think I'm going to play this one, but... I will, I will put this into the chat if you guys want to see it. Okay. If you guys want to watch this, you can. I just – I feel like it's a little too gruesome for me. I don't want to watch it. I've already seen it actually. Uh, okay. Just Duckies. Thank you very much for that cookie. Kjusps. Thank you for the can. Doug Simey. Thank you for the can. LKW Cross says, here is your cookie for the day. Love your shell. Thank you very much. I love you. Porpoiseful. Thank you very much for the cookie. I appreciate it. Yeah, Casey. It – terrifying absolutely terrifying i i cannot imagine being someone on that plane i mean and knowing as you fall that when you hit the ground you're going to be dead <laughs> awful i mean it's tragic no matter how you how it plays out because even if Yevgeny Prigozhin wasn't on that plane, I mean there are other people who were. This is actually the final video that Prigozhin had posted. Uh, in he was uh, specifically inviting people to join Wagner in Africa, talking about the efforts that Wagner was going through uh, to uh, to basically help you know make the people of Africa freer. Here we go.
1: No translation. All we love проводит РПД делает Россию еще более великой. На всех континентах А Африку еще более свободной Справедливость и счастье Для африканских народов Кошмарим ИГИЛ, Аль-Каиду И других бандосов Берем на работу настоящих богатырей И продолжаем Выполнение задач Которые были поставлены И которые
0: мы давали обещание Что справимся Настровь я I love the Russian language. All right. So uh, the rest of it appears to just be uh, some more of the same. So uh, so uh, Vladimir Putin uh, did also come out. Uh, from what I understand, I actually heard a report that when asked about the plane going down, he said, I guess it's an act of God, <laughs> which doesn't uh, – doesn't really sit too well with me. Also, somebody had posted in the comments on Twitter uh, an interview that Vladimir Putin had done, and uh, he was asked if he could forgive people. And he said yes for most things, and then the interviewer said, well, what can you not forgive? And he said betrayal. So I don't know. Uh, If it wasn't for the fact that the mainstream media was saying Putin didn't, I I might be on the side that he did. I think it's a lot more likely, however— that uh, the CIA are the ones who killed him. So the situation in Ukraine is not looking good. Uh, Certainly with the death of Prigozhin, that may throw the front lines into a a bit of chaos, uh, you might say. Um, But as Putin says here, the Ukrainian government are senselessly turning its own soldiers into cannon fodder. They are throwing their soldiers on our minefields, under our artillery fire, acting as if they are not their own citizens at all. It's astonishing. I uh, said that some NATO states prefer Ukrainians continue fighting and dying over a peace that comes too early. Uh, and this is just a, a, a terrible situation. You know, I, I may not like the Azov Battalion. I may not like uh, the way that Ukraine has handled itself or or the way that the CIA has used it. Uh, as uh, a piggy bank of sorts, you know, I mean, a virtual playground for money laundering and drug trafficking and human and child trafficking. I hate all of that stuff. But the Ukrainian people, they're largely blameless. You know, this is not their fight. Uh, They've been lied to by their government. They've been lied to by NATO. Uh, They have been used as a tool in this ongoing struggle between Russia and the West. And something tells me that struggle is coming to an end very, very soon because uh, things are just not looking good for the United States of America, both economically, both domestically, uh, in terms of our uh, foreign policy. I mean, tell me something good that's happening here because I just don't see it. You know, I mean, and all of these bad things obviously are bad for the deep state. I think they push us closer to that inevitable tipping point uh, where things are going to have to change. And I think that perhaps with BRICS, uh, this is going to push it even closer uh, than people had thought possible. Uh, so listen, I, we, we got to uh, take a break real briefly for the second half of the show. I just need to remind everyone that uh, the second portion of the f- show is brought to you by my friends, Mike Lindell and the people at MyPillow. Don't forget that you can use code RP78 to receive up to 80% off all of the incredible products at MyPillow.com. You can find the link in the description of this video. There's also a 1-800 number. That's my personal 1-800 number. You call that, and then you get through, and they know that I sent you. That's if you don't want to use a computer. But you can buy the Giza Dream Sheets. You can get the MyPillow, the MyPillow 2.0, the bath robes, uh, the bath towels, uh, the, uh, the, the beach towels, all of them are great. There's even a mattress topper. We got a mattress topper for Lisa's son because he just started college and he needed something comfortable to sleep on. But uh, great products. Uh, Mike Lindell is a real patriot. Uh, So when you support him, you're supporting Red Pill 78. Uh, Also, my friends at uh, My Patriot Supply, go to my special website, preparewithredpill78.com, and right now you can save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food. When you do that, uh, this stuff will stay good for up to 25 years, guys. Uh, We're talking breakfast, lunches, and dinners over 2,000 calories a day. If you find yourself in an SHTF situation, having food on on hand for you and your family is going to be vital. Let's say for some reason uh, the power goes out. We're in the midst of total darkness, blackout across the United States of America. Do you guys know that it will only take the destruction of nine substations throughout the entire continental United States to essentially plunge some 50 million people or more into total blackout? They could literally shut down the United States if they did it in a coordinated fashion. When there's no electricity, you've got no filtered water, you've got uh, no ability to heat or cool your home, you are going to be in a world of hurt. Uh, So having this food on hand could potentially save your life. Prepare with redpill78.com. Save $200 of a three-month supply of emergency food. And then speaking of water purification, my friends at onenessdrops.com. You can get chlorine dioxide water purification kits just in case you don't have access to potable, a.k.a. drinkable water. You can purify any kind of water that you need to using this incredible formula. And it's good for so much more. It kills a number of pathogens. The usages uh, for chlorine dioxide are well-documented. You can find them all over the internet. Don't forget about my friend at the Universal Antidote, incredible film, great Telegram channel. And uh, he's been sending me Uh, success stories of people who have used chlorine dioxide. Uh, And I actually have just a couple more that I wanted to mention here. Let me get it pulled up. And uh, here it is. Okay, so that's not it. No. Oh, gosh. Um, Okay, hey, check this out. Uh, I can't show you this, dang it. All right. Well, so, anyways, I'm looking at uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking at injuries that have been cured using chlorine dioxide, like necrotic tissue that has been basically brought back to life. Uh, we're talking about nasty, nasty cuts. You can use chlorine dioxide. I had no idea you could do that at all. But either way, thank you very much to them for supporting the show. Don't tell them Zach G's to sell food. What are you talking about? <laughs> Forms on Truth Social to start fighting back against mandates. Don't tell them, Zach G's, to sell food. What are you talking about? I don't don't understand what you mean. Um, But either way. So uh, getting back to Maui. Getting back to Maui. uh, The situation on the ground is dire. Uh, I've heard uh, reports from people in Lahaina, in the Maui area, that uh, essentially forms of communication have been virtually shut down. Uh, people do not have access to the internet. Uh, the fragile fiber optic internet cables that powered internet into Lahaina and Maui apparently got melted. That means that it's going to be quite some time before any of this infrastructure gets built back up. And uh, from what it looks like, the government and the people who are allegedly running these rescue efforts don't even want you to know how bad the devastation is. Because when you see the devastation, as we have over the last several weeks, you start asking the questions, what the hell happened? Why is it that our government is so big that it spends so many billions of dollars every single year, but they can't seem to get one thing straight. They sure know how to pay themselves. They just don't know how to provide adequate services to the people they are supposed to be representing. So uh, a drone operator in uh, Maui, I, I actually showed you some of his videos on, uh, in the first days after this disaster took place. Uh, his, his drone was grounded by the FAA. He actually got a visit from uh, government officials, men in black, if you will, because he was flying his drone over the origin site of what they believe uh, began the massive fire that destroyed Lahaina, uh, raged uh, through Maui, killed at least 100 people, and left at least 1,000 or more completely unaccompanied for, probably three-quarters of them children. Uh, and uh, And this begs the question, why is the government— Wanting people to not see what happened here. Well, I mean, obviously this shot here shows you that all of these people burned alive in their vehicles because the police acting on orders from the authorities in Maui and Lahaina told these people that they had to remain in place, even though the fire was clearly coming for them. Now, I have – here's something that I wanted to to recognize because I've seen people suggesting that cars don't melt. The melting point of steel, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, ah, shucks. I, I, I just I put all this together the other day. Uh, I want to say the melting point of steel is like 1,400, I'm sorry, 1,200 degrees. No, the melting point of aluminum is 1,200 degrees. The melting point of steel is, uh, is higher than that. Um, But the average heat from a forest fire, I believe it's around 1400 degrees. So it wouldn't be hot enough to melt the steel, uh, but it would be hot enough to melt the aluminum engine blocks of newer cars and uh, perhaps some other aluminum pieces uh, that are underneath. Now, uh, you you should be asking yourself and you should be asking the government, why are they trying to stop us from seeing this? I mean, clearly, there is worthwhile information to be gleaned from this disaster that took place, but the government wants to cover it all up, and they don 't want people to know what 's going on so this drone operator davin Phelps uh, he is on Twitter he appeared on uh, um, uh, he appeared with Will Kane uh, from Fox and Friends uh, Kane owns property there in Maui and he was one of the first to report on it in the days after. Uh, Kane posted this on Twitter. He said, I I don't want to feed ridiculous conspiracy theories, but all I can do is tell you the truth. I just spoke to a videographer from Lahaina, Davin Phelps. He's a licensed drone pilot. He's been flying over Lahaina for the last week, and he has stunning and haunting images of the area. Davin says he was hired by an attorney to fly his drone over the suspected area where the fire started. Obviously, for purposes of, of uh, legal filings, they're going to need to know exactly what happened so they can know who to hold accountable. There is, a, of course, a no-fly zone over Lahaina, but as you can see from the footage, that hasn't stopped him from getting images of the town. But it was a different experience at the fire's origin because apparently licensed drone pilots fly through an application that is coordinated with the FAA. That same app can deny you permission to fly and remotely ground your drone. It's very rare, but when Phelps got to the suspected fire origin area, he was denied the ability to fly his drone, and they grounded it. And then two government officials, he doesn't know what agency, quickly visited him at his house. They asked for his license, and they ran him off the Lahaina Intermediate School District parking lot where he had attempted to launch So, of course, the question becomes, why the secrecy in this area? Is it about liability? Is it about accountability? Uh, There are no clear answers on the origins of the fire. There's no clear answers on why the government responded in the way they did, why they they shut the water off, why they didn't sound off the alarms, why they told the cars to remain in place. Here is actual footage from Davin of that line of cars. So you guys can see it in action. I've been seeing a lot of people mention the color blue, and that's because lasers can be trained to not burn the color blue. Now, if it wasn't for that white car right next to that one, I might say there's something to it. But I'm also seeing people posting pictures of Oprah Winfrey's house that are not her house in, uh, in Lahaina. Fredo says, I think we need to call this Maui thing for what it is, a massive satanic ritual sacrifice. The deep state is desperate, sacrificing hundreds of children to Moloch. Kids, fire lines up in my opinion. I, I don't think that you're wrong at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, avgas is low burning. Why don't they take a ship? To there to help people. Well, the, the 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 FEMA and the other authorities they are also stopping ships. Somebody actually sent me an email earlier uh, about a ship that had been intercepted, but they haven't replied to me. Beastomatics, Beastomatics, you said that you were going to send me a link. I replied that you didn't send me the link, so I would like for you to get it back to me. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Hey, Rumble Pilgrim. I would love to have Peter Navarro on the show. That's so cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely I want that copy and I if you know how to put me in touch with them, please. I would I uh, to interview Peter Navarro, that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Okay. So, uh here is uh this is an actual map of the Lahaina area. You can see here this entire area is no fly. This is no fly over here. Uh, they don't want people to see what's going on. Now, Davin is not like a new photographer. He has been uh, somebody in Hawaii taking pictures of, you know, events and disasters uh, for a very long time. Here is uh, a brush fire, uh, which uh, had occurred, you know, back in December of 2020. He got great pictures of that. Uh, He's on the beach taking uh, uh, photographs and video of uh, people who are, uh, are surfing. Look at this. Uh, The government is in the midst of erecting a fence all around the Lahaina area, and then on that fence, they are installing blackout material. Take a look at this. Uh, This means that it's not just drones. It's not just photos and videos from above that they want to stop you from being able to see. They want to stop the residents of Lahaina from being able to survey the devastation themselves. Check it out. This is what they're busy doing instead of taking care of the people who lost their homes. While Joe Biden is uh, signing, you know, 10,000 checks for $700 for the people of Lahaina and sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, the government rescue efforts are instead worried about the optics of people seeing what's happening here on the ground <clears throat> in Hawaii. God, it makes me so angry. They've also taken down satellite images. <clears throat> so these are images taken like by, by Google Earth satellites. Take a listen to this. Actions by officials on Maui have contributed to an air of suspicion. You think? You sure about that? And they're asking questions about the handling of this fire, which left so many dead and missing, unaccounted for, including children. Uh, They are tightly controlling the media access. We reported on that last week. We've got drones that are getting grounded. We've got the site itself being covered by blackout fabric so nobody can see what's going on. And now... They are actually working to take down satellite images uh, from a news site uh, that had previously published them. Um, This censorship incident appears to be isolated, but troubling just the same. I don't think it's isolated. Uh, It seems like there is a concerted effort to ensure that the truth doesn't get out about what happened in Lahaina. Uh, Who is it they're protecting? That's the question. So uh, this was uh, an actual— tip from a reader at the Gateway Pundit, Uh, when you uh, go into this application at the East Bay Times, where they had previously published these images showing the satellite footage, uh, they are now taken down. And it says uh, that uh, at the request of responding organizations in Hawaii, and out of respect for the ongoing situation, the imagery and data in this app has been removed. When did it become like uncouth for us to survey the damage done by a disaster? I mean, if you guys are at least, you know, 25 years old, you you might remember that in 2021, excuse me, that in 2001, the events of September 11th uh, were plastered all over the television. I mean, there wasn't anybody saying, hey, we shouldn't be looking at pictures of this. They were like, let's see what happens so that we can figure out how to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, out of respect. Respect for whom? Respect for the people who set these people up to die. So here you can see before and after photos of Lahaina taken from satellite. This is obviously before. And there it is, completely devastated, just Absolutely shocking. I'm going to go back there. I'm going to go back so you guys can see it. Hang on. I want to take a look here at what is left. You've got what appears to be one house right there, not a blue roof, red roof. I think that has been shown quite a bit. Looks like you may have another house over here. This is perhaps a complex, but every other house. Areas just completely empty. This might be a building there in the middle, that kind of mint green thing. Completely devastated. Everything gone. Every life snuffed out. Every historic building lost to the ravages of fire. Every piece of history... Uh, of the Hawaiian people, it's gone. It's all gone. And the government does not want you to pay attention to it. Maybe this also has something to do with it. Because as I said, the the people of Maui, the people of Lahaina, they're not having their needs met. FEMA, the government relief agencies, the non-governmental organizations, the NGOs, they are actively blocking citizens of surrounding areas from bringing in supplies to help these people they are essentially keeping them in a state of suffering they're essentially extending that anguish that they're going through they're 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 building it up and and they are uh, i don't know they're 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 expanding it it's sick okay and that ties in i think to the idea of this being some sort of satanic event but apparently the fema employees that are staying in maui They're they're being kept in the lap of luxury. They're at a a tropical retreat. $1,000 a night, and you know who's paying for it? That would be you and me. So most government officials uh, would see a trip to Hawaii as an opportunity to address the tragedy of the people of Lahaina. When it comes to FEMA, apparently they saw it as an opportunity To have a good time. Uh, This is a report coming from the Daily Mail. Uh, As I said, the people of Lahaina are still suffering. However, FEMA officials have been sleeping at a $1,000 a night hotel. I don't know how many of those employees are staying at a $1,000 a night hotel, but I think any of them is too much. $1,000 a night? Are you kidding me? You know, why can't they? There's plenty of land. Why can't they sleep in tents? Why can't they have a, a ship off the shore? So obviously, a lot of people are pissed off about this. I think that it's a blatant disregard for the needs of the people of Hawaii, the needs of the people of Maui. It's a slap in the face to the people of Lahaina. So many of these people don't have homes. So many of these people have absolutely nowhere to stay. They're being forced to sleep in uh, sweaty gymnasiums while Oprah walks around handing out apples. But, of course, FEMA employees, they get to sleep in the lap of luxury. Look at this. They're uh, they're, they're working with the free Wi-Fi. The people don't have Wi-Fi. These guys are probably going to have a drink on the American people's dime. These FEMA teams are checking in at three different five-star hotels. Where are they? If you're in Hawaii, maybe you can go get me some footage on the ground. The Fairmont Kialani, the Four Seasons, and the Grand Wailea Astoria. Past guests have included members of Hollywood's elite, and the vast majority of American citizens would not be able to afford to stay in any of these hotels. So they do have federal government rates, though, and uh, rates for this week at all three resorts start at an eye-watering $1,000. $1,000 is the deal. It's the floor of the deal. With as many employees as they likely have on scene, that means that a ton of these people are sleeping in the lap of luxury. So uh, this is coming in stark contrast to the pleas from the administrator of FINA, Deanne Criswell, uh, who has been vocal about the lack of funds that the agency has. This seems to me that there's plenty of money. If they can afford 1000 dollars a night, For these know-nothing, lackluster bureaucrats working for the Federal Emergency Management Agency while the people of Lahaina are literally burned to a crisp and the ones who aren't have nowhere to go, that's really, really messed up. She's repeatedly stated that FEMA needs more taxpayer money to adequately respond to disasters like the one in Hawaii. She said on an interview with Face the Nation, our estimates do still say that we may have a depletion of our fund. Now it's pushed into the middle of September. And as we get closer to that, I mean, this is a day-to-day monitoring of the situation. She's claiming that FEMA is going to run out of money. They're not going to have anything left within a few weeks. And then, of course, they're going to come back with their handout. Give us more, Uncle Joe. Too bad we gave $3 billion to Ukraine. Uh, in the form of uh, tanks and panzers and uh, missiles that have all been blown up. She said that this disaster relief fund uh, has been watched very closely because, don't forget, hurricane season's coming up. We have uh, out of, outrageous climate uh, climate-controlled weather that's about to hit us, and everybody, just be on the lookout. You're probably going to be in the midst of another disaster yourself. She says if they don't have any more money then they're not going to be able to save the rest of us. I think that's the I think that's the point. Uh they're not interested in saving any of us. They're not interested in doing anything other than filling their own coffers. This is a grift. FEMA's a grift. The federal government's a grift. Congress is a grift. They're grifting the American people. They're going to grift us right into the poorhouse. And they're going to do it by spending more than a thousand dollars a night at these luxury hotels, five star accommodations. You tell me there's not like a Motel Six in Maui. You're you're telling me that like you know thousands of people didn't cancel their vacations because they knew that this was happening. God, I was on Reddit looking at people. You know, Ooh, vacation to Maui next week. Do you think I should cancel? Well, hell yes, you should cancel. Why? Why would you do that? I mean, unless. Unless you're planning to go there to like you know assist in relief efforts, but my God, no, you should not go to uh, you should not go to Maui unless you're going to be helping out with these people. Like that's the only reason. mission rescue work. That's what you should be going for. A th- seven hundred dollars per household is a lot less than a thousand dollars per night, and these people are going to be staying there for weeks. More than a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine, and we cannot do our own people right. Listen to this. Only those who disobeyed survived. Maui survivors were uh, forced to ignore local government so that they could stay alive. I bet you if there was someone in any of these cars, they're all dead. Every single one of them. So this is the road, once again, where the police blockaded these residents in told them they had to stay there while these wildfires raged towards them. Gridlock that was caused by several Hawaiian electric trucks, Hawaiian electric trucks that were replacing telephone poles along the road to Highway 30, and they got instruction to turn back and go into Lahaina. Now, somebody, many of these people died in their cars, uh, while there were others who swerved around the barricades or used dirt roads to escape. Cole Millington, who lives in Lahaina, says it made no sense what they were doing. They could see the sky was black. They could see the city was on fire. They could see the wind was still whipping everything around, but they were already starting to plant new power poles. Like, what the hell? Kelly Pete says, did you see the dog from Greg Reese's report that was lying stiff on its side? I I did. I did. I saw the barbecue dog. That was horrible. Yeah, that was one of the first— Images that I saw. TCV says, uh, I was in Maui last year for our son's wedding. Wedding was at YLA Golf Club. Look it up. This is the area on the island where the rich people live, about 40 minutes from Lahaina. Yes. And Sertor, you're absolutely right. Federal Embezzlement Management Agency. Yes. Now, Dusker, I know. I know. The reason I am railing about this is because... I want to make sure that everybody is on the same page. The government's goal, although they are supposed to be serving the will of the people, their only goal in modern times is to perpetuate themselves, to steal as much money as possible, to enrich the rich while the poor get poor. This is a very, very different nation than uh, what I thought we lived in when we were growing up. You know, I, I have I've watched it. Uh, and I think all of you have too. We've all had to watch as it's been eroded away. We've all had to watch as over and over again, our government lets us down. You know, I don't want the government to take care of me. I want to take care of myself. I want the freedom to be able to take care of myself. And I want the the peace of mind knowing that the government is taking care of those essential things that we can't. Like keeping people safe. All right, number one, locking down the border. Number two, keeping up with the infrastructure. Number three, providing relief when necessary. Number four, they just simply cannot do any of it. The only road out of Lahaina was barricaded. There's only one reason that you would do that. These people wanted the maximum number of casualties. And in other news, Sidney Powell turned herself in today. She was given a $100,000 bond. We do have her bail conditions. Rudy Giuliani did the same thing. Sidney Powell's bond was set at $100,000, so she would have had to pay $10,000 to get out today. Uh, this, this of course, is the, the same case that President Trump and everybody else is in. She's got uh, a number of charges that she's been given. Her bail conditions include not communicating with witnesses and co-defendants. Can you believe that? She can't talk to anybody involved in the case. Uh, her bail conditions also include reporting to pretrial services by phone every month and not obstructing justice by intimidating witnesses. So here's the thing. As long as everybody tells the truth, it's all going to be okay. Uh, This consent order marks the 13th bond packages for a defendant so far. So that means 13 people have turned themselves in. Rudy Giuliani, of course, as I said, did the same thing. He had a special message for Fannie Willis and the, the fascists in Fulton County. He said, I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia. Let me remind you that Rico was essentially... Uh, uh, spearheaded by Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani knows how to Rico, okay? And so I think that that's going to help in large part with the uh, exoneration of every single person involved here. Uh, so Rudy's been hit with 13 counts. Uh, he got charged uh, with the crime of tweeting. He was also charged with the crime of making phone calls. And also... By suggesting that election workers were counting ballots after hours out of public view on video, Ruby Freeman. <laughs> uh, she put out a, a Fannie Willis put out a, a, a warning as uh, she was speaking to the press conference outside the courthouse. Or Rudy said, I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia that made New York City the safest city in America. Enemies of our republic were destroying rights, sacred rights. They destroyed my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicated that they've indicted all as lawyers. Never heard of that before in America. Whether you dislike or you like Donald Trump, let me give you a warning. It's going to come for you when the political winds shift, as they always do. Let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American than these people in charge of this government. Donald Trump told you this. They weren't just coming for him or me. Let's go ahead and actually listen to the clip. I didn't realize that we had the full thing. Tell him,
1: Rudy. I'm feeling very, very good about it because I feel like I'm defending the rights of all Americans, as I Amen. did so many times as a United States attorney. People, people like to say I'm different. I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the Mafia, that made New York City the safest city in America, reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of any city, anywhere, and I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment. I represented Donald Trump, and an a man, who has now been proven innocent several times. I don't know how many times he has to be proven innocent, and they have to be proven to be liars, actually enemies of our republic who are destroying rights sacred rights they're destroying my right to counsel my right to be a lawyer they're destroying his right to counsel it's not accidental that they've indicted all his lawyers never heard of that before in america all the lawyers indicted now whether you dislike or you like donald trump let me give you a warning it's going to come for you when the political winds shift as they always do Let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American than these people in charge of this government. Because if our government is conducted this way, and the system of justice is politicized and criminalized for politics, your rights are in jeopardy and your children's. Donald Trump told you this. They weren't just coming for him or me. Now they've indicted people in this case. I don't even know who they are. These are just regular people making
0: a normal living. They're going to bankrupt. They won't convict them. that's, That's right. No one will be convicted in this case. But many people will be ruined financially. And that's the point. This is lawfare at its finest. This, my friends, will be a tremendous opportunity for the American people to wake up, to recognize just how captured our government and our system is. We've been saying things have been stacked against us for years. Well, now it's quite obvious that they are. And I don't know how somebody can look at this situation, this scenario, and not come away feeling that. You know, for any leftists out there who are excited about the prospect of Donald Trump or Rudy Giuliani or Mark Meadows being indicted for making a phone call for tweeting out their opinion, uh, for suggesting that an investigation should happen. I submit to you that this could be you. And as Rudy Giuliani said, likely it will be someday if we continue on this same path. But we can't let that happen. This is not American. This is not the way we do things in this country. I mean, unfortunately, it is now. But it's not the way we're supposed to be doing them. Republicans need to be better. Republicans need to fight for the rights of the American people because that's all we've got. I know that Republicans, the RNC establishment, they're weak, lily-livered rubbernecks with weak knees, virtually unable to do anything. In the name of the people. That's got to change. That has to change. And it has to change with us at home, too. We have to demand accountability. We simply can't wait for these people to do this stuff. They need to know how important it is, how vital it is. Because if they're too chicken shit to do something about it, then they're going to be coming for them next. Every single leftist out there who looks at Rudy Giuliani, oh, yay, he lost his law license. Oh, yay, they're going to indict him. Oh, yay, he's going to prison. That's not American. We are a nation of law and order. And right now, the law doesn't matter and order doesn't exist. All right. This is an authoritarian regime. Only in other nations does the prevailing political establishment attack using the courts, using the laws, their political rivals. That doesn't happen here in America. But it does now. Certainly does now. America is in a very, very dark place. Hold on, I lost my vape. So... This this is actually some good news, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm blackpilling here. Okay, I just I think that it's 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 vitally important to continue to talk about these things, to continue to confront them. You know, even if I think everything is going to be good in the end, I think that what we're witnessing is an exercise to force people through the eye of the needle. And when they come out on the other side, they're where we are. They recognize everything that I've been saying, all right? But they have to come to that realization on their own. Jack Smith, he just had to shut down his D.C. grand jury. Good, because it was illegal. This is, uh, of course, coming after he was excoriated by Judge Eileen Cannon recently for running this secret out-of-district grand jury so he closed it down uh after it was uh determined by Eileen Cannon uh that there's no legal precedent for it. He can't do that. It's not how you run a grand jury. You don't you don't set up secret grand juries in other places around the United States and then go file charges someplace else and then have an investigation in a jurisdiction where no alleged crimes have been committed. This is just so obvious. I mean, this is uh, the the uh type of like partisan politics that are reserved for the worst elements of society. This is not what we're supposed to be doing in the Department of Justice. So I hope everybody that sees this, that recognizes this, can come to admit to themselves that this is a symptom of a profoundly broken system. Now, the judge that was overseeing that grand jury, that was Judge Beryl Howell. And of course, she is the one who forced Donald Trump's own lawyer to break to break uh, client confidentiality with his client, to essentially become a witness against Donald Trump. That's unheard of. It's not supposed to happen, but it did because, of course, it's Donald Trump. F Donald Trump. That's what they say. Eric Corcoran became a witness against his client, Donald Trump, because she forced him to testify. So Eileen Cannon, thank God, we've got at least one not totally corrupt judge. I know it sometimes seems like every single one of them are captured, but I don't think Eileen Cannon's one of them. So she saw that Jack Smith had, at the last minute, impaneled this grand jury in Miami after having the initial one in D.C. They ran it down in Miami so that they could indict him down here, but he was still using that D.C. grand jury to investigate President Trump for future Possible crimes he could be indicted for in regard to those classified documents. So then he pops up a grand jury in Donald Trump. The indictments come 37 indictments in June and uh, excuse, excuse me, 37 federal counts, 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and six other process crimes. And then Walt Nauta also was indicted as a result. And then we got the three superseding indictments that were a result of that continued investigation taking place in Washington, D.C. But the superseding indictment was filed in the same district of Florida. Uh, It claims that President Trump was part of a scheme to delete security footage. We've already found out that that's totally fake. I mean, the security footage is there. Nothing has been deleted. So Judge Cannon said, hey, Jack Smith, explain to me the legal propriety of using an out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate President Trump and his associates, Because it's not only illegal, it's against the DOJ rules for a prosecutor to present a case outside of the district where the crimes took place. You know where else they're doing that? In Georgia. Fannie freaking Willis. She's alleging that President Trump committed crimes in other jurisdictions, in other states. Not just state crimes, but federal crimes. That's also against the rules of how you're supposed to do things. But again, it's Donald Trump. They hate him so much because he loves us, because he's actually working for the people, because he knows who his boss is. We the people are your bosses. You should not even have the right to do what you're doing. You don't exist. The government doesn't exist unless we the people consent to that government. But of course, they have taken that power, they have abused it, they've twisted it, they've used it to try to destroy the people who would destroy them. That's Donald Trump, and that's we the people of this nation. Among other topics raised in the motion, the response shall address the legal propriety of using an out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate and or seek post-indictment hearing matters pertinent to the instant indicted matter in this district. Well... Jack Smith had no reply because, of course, none of it was legal. Everything was outside the boundaries of DOJ policy, and so he had to shut it down. Thank God. Uh, I heard rumors yesterday there was going to be a, a, an announcement, big announcement regarding Jack Smith. I, I'm pretty certain that was it. Uh, thank you very much to FilterDog1, says, was Lahaina incompetence or intentional? I guarantee you it was intentional. Guarantee you it was intentional. Every single one of those things that led to the deaths of those people, that was done on purpose. I think the only reason we got to a position where a fire like that could break out, it was a matter of intention. Okay? So the stuff they use in geoengineering, in chemtrails, uh, aluminum, barium, strontium, particles, powder— that they inject into the clouds for cloud seeding or for solar covering. When that stuff is uh, uh, exposed to fire, it becomes a powder keg. It's like super flammable. So they spray it all over Hawaii, all over Lahaina. They allow for a power line to come down, boom, and then a fire starts. And that's when you start seeing those fire tornadoes. It's not because of freaking global warming. It's not because of climate change. It's not because of your carbon offset credits. It's because they created the circumstances for that fire to exist. And then once that fire existed, they made sure there was no water. They made sure there was no sirens. They made sure the children went home with no warning while the parents were at work outside of the neighborhood. And they made sure that anybody who was left alive in there had no way to drive out. Yes, it was intentional. Those people are the scum of the earth. Every single one of them deserves the hell that is awaiting them at the end of this. Uh, Yes, and they very easily could have used directed energy weapons as well. There's so many different things that they could have done. And it wouldn't surprise me if they used all of them. But yes, I think it was intentional. I think that they, they killed those people. I think Fredo's right. I think that it was uh, a sacrifice on some level. A sacrifice to their dark gods. A sacrifice that will allow them to steal the land from the people of Hawaii, from the people of Lahaina. It will allow them to clear out the area. Turn it into an open space for the rich and powerful. It's going to allow them to do a lot of things. I, I pray every day for the people of Maui, for the people of Hawaii. I know there's a lot of Democrats there, but it doesn't matter to me because they're all Americans. And they didn't ask for this. They didn't deserve it. And maybe now after witnessing just how much they're loathed and despised by the government that's supposed to be. Delivering adequate services so that they can live their lives in peace, harmony, and safety. Maybe then they'll understand uh, what we've been talking about this entire time. All right, you guys. Uh, I don't have any more thank yous over here. God bless each and every one of you as well. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Uh, let me just make sure there's nothing on Cash App. I Actually, I think somebody dropped something on Cash App yesterday, and it was at the end of the show. Uh, I said thank you to Trisha, Colin. Colin said, geez, get some sun, would you? <laughs> I guarantee you, I will continue to get sun. As long as I'm in Florida, I will continue to get sun. There is a mosquito in here and I just, i he keeps flying by me. I want to smack him, but I, I can't do it while I'm on the air. Uh, let me just make sure on Ko-Fi that there's nothing else. Ko-Fi forward slash RedPill78. You can donate. It's just like. The other ones, uh, oh, Tricia, Tricia followed me on Ko-Fi. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, the last one was Two Feathers. So, all right, guys, I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. I'm going to pass out those gold pills. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow, no red pill news. Uh, I will also not be on taking it back with 412 and quite frankly, because Friday morning, early Friday morning, I have... A medical procedure that's going to be performed, and uh, I have to prepare the day before. I'm sh- hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about, anyways. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys are the awesomest chat on the planet. We have almost 4,000 people watching and six 478 likes. If you wouldn't mind, leave a like, I'll let people know that this is a good show. Please consider sharing the show. You know, I don't have uh, access to the same network of uh, of, of well-paid people that will uh, share out my show, and uh, I know that I am a niche program, so whatever you guys can do to help me get the word out about my little program, my little channel, and let people know that this is a place where they can come and hang out with awesome people like you guys and, and really... Get some quality information uh, and not just the same old garbage they're going to get someplace else. So until Friday evening at 9 p.m., good luck. God bless. We'll see you guys then.